Hello and welcome to the final Soccer Aid Stories brought to you by Stats Sports. This is the brand new podcast series where in each episode, I'm joined by a different celebrity and a legendary footballer to talk about their childhood, their love of football, and of course, all things Soccer Aid for UNICEF. Soccer Aid is the world's largest celebrity football match. And over the years, we've raised over 47 million to support UNICEF's amazing work for children around the world. This year, it's all of us against COVID for every child everywhere. Every donation will be doubled up to 6.3 million until the 30th of November, thanks to the Children's Investment Fund Foundation, so you'll make double the difference for children. We are here at Soccer Aid HQ, building up to the massive game coming up Saturday the 4th of September at the Etihad. Soccer Aid UNICEF is here 2021, and I'm joined by the amazing, the talented James Arthur. We're here at Mottram Hall for Soccer Aid, and I was before we came in here, I just saw you was playing FIFA. Saw me, whooping, now, saw me whooping someone on FIFA. Yeah, yeah, we've been playing. Well, we've been playing. We've been having a bit of banter on the WhatsApp group about it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you think you're a bit of a baller at FIFA? Is I that don't. Right? I don't think that anyone will beat me here. Not even you. I don't know you're a player. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my cards on the table now. I'm gonna leave Mottram Hall undefeated. Can we? We're not gonna be able to, but. Mm. Kem said the same thing to me. Did he? Yeah. I play, I've beaten Usain Bolt. These can't play FIFA, can they? I've beat them all. Yeah? I've beat them all. Rio well, Ferdinand beat him. It's set up over there. We've got the new one as well. We've got FIFA 22. Wow. So, We've got the FIFA 22? Yeah, yeah. Even better. Brand new one. Well, listen, after this chat, obviously mm. we've got a few things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're going to have a game of FIFA. Let's do it, so, man. So we can let everyone know on our social media who wins. We are only 48 hours, under 48 hours before the big game at the Etihad on Saturday, the 4th of September. And yeah, I'm really, really excited to be sat here with James, who of course is his debut this year. And I know how much you've been wanting to do this. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, by the way. Uh, yeah, really excited to do it. I was scheduled to be involved a couple of years ago, did all the promo, and then uh, heartbreakingly got a knee injury, so I had to pull out. So yeah, it's a dream to be actually Involved this year and uh, yeah, hopefully England England can win this time. You know what's really interesting about Soccer Aid and we, I find this as soon as we arrive at the hotel is who's injured yeah. because people don't, because <laughs> people don't prepare for Soccer Aid and people think I'm mad and I know everyone uh, who's in the rest of the world, for example, all think like I'm, I'm obsessed with Soccer Aid, I train all year for it, but you almost have to. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you turn up the week of the game thinking it's just going to be... Ah, oh, it's a bit of a kickabout of a few mates. Yeah, it isn't, is it? No, I mean, I, I'm I'm on the same I'm of the same mindset with this. Like, I've watched it since its conception. I think it's a dream. You know, as close as people like you and I are going to get the feeling like mm. professional footballers. So, you know, why wouldn't you take it seriously if you love the game as much as we do? So yeah, no, I've I've, I've I signed up for a load of eleven aside celebrity like charity I've seen, charity games. I've seen. You've been going yeah, hard I've on this. I've been doing loads of physio. I'm uh, I'm I'm still I'm still carrying a bit of a niggle, but. Yeah, like you say, I've been trying to sort of manage it and, and train as much as I can to make sure that I'm not blowing after 10 minutes. Because so. I remember, I swear, and do correct me if you didn't say this, but I swear when I met you, because me and James obviously did the X Factor. Yeah. Yeah, so it was two years before James. So I remember coming up to, was it, wasn't Middlesbrough that you lived in? It was, was, Borough, it? You Just, came, it was a town called Mask by the Sea. That's it, yeah. yeah. And I remember coming to see you and I swear down that you actually said to me, oh God. I really that soccer aid game. I'd love to do that. I'm pretty sure I did because we we went and played football at, at the Riverside that day. Yeah. So Ollie came to my house and my mum's house rather, 
and it was I mean, we were all starstruck my mum was losing it my mum was losing her <laughs> mind uh, but he was so humble he came in he was like could you mind if I use your bathroom and all that and went and got changed and you know super, they're just super cool and we got on straight away talking about football yeah I probably did say to you like oh, if I, I if I win when I win this show like I'm yeah I'm no it's something it's mad and I was chatting to obviously in this in this podcast we've been talking to everyone and mm. and Robbie on the first episode said it like everyone you meet it's almost one of the first conversations you have is oh I really want to do soccer aid I mean Robbie gets asked probably more about can I get a ticket or can I play I've asked aid. him a couple of times when I've seen him I've, I've asked it, him and I remember yeah. weird enough and, and, that, and this is why I always think Robbie was the key um, to it because I remember he gave me this gold he gave, when I was on X Factor yeah. he came down to, uh, to the final and he performed with me on stage I said to Robbie, I said, oh, I hear that you've got, you've got that soccer A game coming up. And I actually said to him, like, I can play, like, yeah, you know, yeah, give yeah, me a yeah. call. And um, they said, leave it with me. And he was did the rehearsals for a couple of days. And he came and saw me yeah. after rehearsals. And he gave me this gold piece of paper. I wish I had it somewhere. And it said, congratulations, you're part of soccer part A. Of soccer the golden 20, ticket. Soccer A 2010. Wow, that must and have been a great feeling. I just remember thinking, that's amazing. Like, yeah. I'm actually part of soccer aid. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, you've almost become like the face of it now as well. Like you're, <laughs> you're like the... Honestly, I on this podcast, can I just say for anyone that's listening to this that wants to play soccer, I'd stop DMing me. I don't make any decisions here. No, I genuinely... he, he, he's lying. He's lying. Ollie is the gatekeeper. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, sh- I've shot him true. a couple of quid to get involved. This year, I'm not lie. Oh, I don't tell everyone. <laughs> um, but no, I honestly, I get so many people come up to me now, and obviously, I'm the the skipper of the England team and I get I've had Tom Grennan come up to me over the years and ask me I think James has mentioned it a couple of yeah. times like, come on Merz get me involved I'm like listen I don't make the decisions yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad you're part of it and like I say sitting here talking to you I remember that day we was in Borough yeah 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 you're a massive football fan I'm a huge football fan yeah yeah I'm a, I'm a Borough fan which is which is hard it's hard work my dad is a, a big Glasgow Rangers fan so that was the closest I got to you know watching good football growing up to be fair apart from that little era that Borough had with like Janino and Ravinelli, Ravinelli. And, which was God, which was wow. a good which is a golden era but so yeah I think anyone who's in some way in, in the limelight you know be it, whether it be actors or singers or whoever you know whoever that's a big football fan this is the this is the pinnacle of but playing you, this but you played a lot of football growing up I did yeah and you didn't you have trials didn't you like or wasn't you playing semi-professional or what I was I was really I was really good when I was younger, if I may say so myself. Like I I, I was a, I was a really good player. Like I I was a good finisher, dead fit as well. But I, you know, like yourself, there's there's always that conflict because I love music as well. And yeah. also, it's it's time, isn't it? I mean, yeah. When you're growing up and you're probably like, right, I'm really good. I really love playing football, but yeah. that's two or three four days a week training and yeah. playing. And also, I want to be in the studio with my band because you was in a band exactly. originally. I was in a band yeah I was in a band from a young age so it was difficult splitting my time because I had sort of had two groups of mates I sort of had the, the lads the footy lads and then I had the sort of more artsy mates and th- that I was in a band with so I was always sort of trying to split split in two and then eventually you know it just kind of you know the music thing became a bigger part of my life but I would try to play football as much as I could that was the dream you know when you're when you're a kid you know you, you think you can be everything you think you could be. My dream was like, I'm going to be a footballer, I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to be a singer. And I, I believe that that was possible. Yeah. So again, to do this, it's almost like fulfilling that re- very unrealistic dream for any singer or actor doing something like that. But you know what it really does? And I, everyone that I've spoken to over the years and myself included, doing this is it ticks a box in my like, oh, bucket yeah. list of like, I'm never going to be able to do anything 
like this experience is once in a lifetime and yeah. just for me to have done it as many times as i have oh man i'm so incredibly like thankful that soccer aid have, have got me here and i'm able to do it it's, it's amazing so just talking about what you were saying then you had your group of friends did the music group of lads that played the football yeah so let's talk about what sort of games did you guys play what was it what in borough what was what was the kind of games you'd play with your mates? Was it, we, we've, we've played Wembley on here. There's a few people saying they played different types of games. What was yeah. the game that you lads would play? There was a couple, really. There was, um, I noticed a few of the lads in training were saying they also played doubles. Or we, we used to call it um, divisiony or something. So it was like two divisiony. of them. Yeah, so like, <laughs> there's like heads and volleys. You're, you're yeah, yeah, heads, heads and, and volleys. volleys we yeah. used to play a bit of that. And like, you know, the, obviously the keeper starts on like 10 points or something. And then every time he gets a goal scored against him, he has to get the ball booted at him once he gets to zero or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we had, those, we had those kind of games. Obviously, played fives and sevens a lot. Yeah, we played, did flicky year. My mom was always flicky year. So we yeah. would play heads and volleys. And if the goalkeeper, yeah. whoever was in, whoever was last in goal would just get a flicky year. Yeah. But it's I, interesting talking to everyone because they call these like, a lot yeah. of them was like, just boot the ball or something. That, that was it. Yeah. We, we called it Jesus Christ. I don't know whether this is politically incorrect or whatever, but someone would basically stand like this, you know, facing the wall and everyone would, Smack the ball at him, which brilliant, which made, which did actually make you sharper and better at finishing. So it was good, but <laughs> yeah, like doubles and fives and sevens, you know, all of that. I played, I played elevens a bit, but yeah, I, again, as the years went on and I became more of like into the music stuff, you know, getting up on a on a Sunday after a heavy night of you know doing gigs and whatever, it just unfortunately didn't work. But yeah, and then and then injuries throughout the years as well. Like it's um, is it is there times that you. Like I look back, I love my job and I love what I get to do. But it, yeah. I look back on when I was a kid and when I was playing football, and I just go, oh, I used to love them days. Yeah. Like when I was probably five, not seven, eight, nine, ten, and my mum and dad would just open the door on a, a Saturday and go, right, off you go, go and play football for the day. See you at five o'clock for dinner. Yeah. And I used yeah. to just go and play football. Like to me, I mean, even now, there's there's nothing more. And it might sound a bit corny, but there's nothing more liberating than playing football. I mean, don't get me wrong, I I love what I do. But there's an element of pressure with what we do when we're going on stage to lots of people a lot of the time. There's an element of pressure, the nerves. With football, when you score a goal, like there's, I, I, I don't think there's many better feelings in life. Even now, you score a goal five aside or 11 aside, it's just... Sorry, if, you, if you're listening to the podcast, you can hear the uh, aeroplane over. That's probably Roberto Carlos. Um, we've had a few already uh, whilst we're filming this. So if you do hear that, I do apologise. But we're just, outside yeah, at the moment. Roberto Carlos is landing the PJ on the, behind the tent. That's probably Robbie, actually. So, Colin, sorry, carry on. No, I was, just, I was just saying that, like, I love what I do. Music is, is my life and it's, it's amazing. But like you said... I think there's something about when you when you play football, it, it it's sort of reminiscent of being a kid and that freedom that you had. Also, I'm someone who struggles a bit with anxiety and social anxiety. I was just about to say that. Yeah. When you said about the, the performance thing, yeah. when you're on stage on your own, it, as us artists, it is just us. Yeah, you're carrying the and, whole thing. And I always think, if I can't do this gig, yeah. it's cancelled. Yeah. No one can come and replace me or you. Exactly. There'd yeah. only be, you know, most bands would have depth in if the, if the bass player was ill or couldn't make the gig someone else would fill his shoes yeah but and i, I get on a football pitch it, mm. you haven't got that pressure i don't think we just got yeah. the team everyone's a team together so if you can't play you're injured it's fine you'll be back next you've week got, you've got that camaraderie and, and someone's mm. got your back and you know with you know like what, with what we do yeah we got we've got a band behind us but yeah i liken it to when i was in a band like if we did an interview or whatever it, it wasn't always on me to answer the questions or whatever yeah. but yeah and 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 also just touching on the the sort of ment the mental aspect of it you know, if you're someone who's got anxiety or ADHD or whatever, like, you know, when you're playing football, there's, you can't help but be present. 
there's no choice but to be in the moment because you sort of like constantly monitoring the game. And I notice that when I finish that, I always feel much um, much better and much freer. So it's um, I and, and I I actually love playing football because it actually takes my mind off of the stress and the, yeah. the, the the anxiety or the worries and the pressure that I might be feeling in my own job. That exactly. I go and can play with my friends over the park with my mates. Yeah. And it completely takes me away from that. And it just makes, like you say, you're just with your friends, having fun. Absolutely. It's a vital cog in, in, in my life and I'm sure it's the same for you, yeah. This year, Soccer Aid for UNICEF is all of us against COVID for every child everywhere because kids won't be safe until everyone they rely on is safe. To donate online, head to soccerae.org.uk forward slash donate and your donation will be doubled up to 6.3 million. Thanks to the Children's Investment Fund Foundation. Online donations close on the 6th of October 2021 at 5pm. See T's and C's and privacy notice at itv.com. And I think it's just, and that, and that for me is why this game is so important, isn't it? Because there's so many children around the world that, deserve to be able to just go and play football and enjoy themselves have the freedom to do that yeah but unfortunately mm. some kids don't get that luxury exactly yeah i mean again it's it, you know when i think back to being a kid what a privilege like we took it for granted yeah, we i certainly took it for granted out all day like you said till five and six till your mum calls you in like you know that's part of being a kid those are your formative years you know, it's really, it's really sad. And that's one of the main reasons I'm so happy to be involved in this because, you know, if it gives, you know, any, any kid the opportunity to have that in their childhood, it's, you know, that's absolutely massive. No, it is. You're right. And it's so special. And that's why it's so amazing through Soccer Aid because yeah. we get to raise tons of money to help mm. all these children. And, I, and I've spoken about this a lot and I, about it, you know, going over and seeing the benefit mm. of the money. It's so huge. And it really did change me coming to soccer aid yeah i always encourage anyone that comes and sits with me in the bar and they've seen some of the videos that i've done and I, I always say if you get the opportunity from unicef or soccer aid to go over and visit a place in the world where kids are not being able to live a normal life yeah. because of the circumstances they're in please do it because it really makes a difference how much money you, what unicef do and the money that they put into it it really makes a massive oh, difference yeah. and i honestly it really changed i but like you said, sometimes when people come and do soccer aid, of course, from a personal perspective, it's like, ah, oh, this yeah. is soccer aid. I want to be here. I want to play with these players. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I get the phone call, I'm like, brilliant, right? Need to need to get need to get on my social media to make sure that I drum this home that every single penny is going to be doubled. You know. Yeah. And and the Children's Investment Fund Foundation double every pound that we give them. So it's just so much incentive for us to do the game. And it sounds like, you know, you're fully aware of that and everyone that's that's doing it here in the hotel is yeah. aware of it. It's amazing. It's a huge incentive. And we, we watched some footage last night and uh, this is the first time I've been a part of this. And to hear the, the representatives from UNICEF and the, the organisers of this talk and the shows, the footage and the amazing work that you've done. I'm sure, I think you were part of some of that footage as well. It was, I don't, there wasn't many dry eyes in, in the oh, room. Oh, I cried. I did the trip and I come and, did the chat in front of all the group mm. and I remember like Del Piero being sat there and all these players and I was like oh my god I'm gonna start sobbing yeah <laughs> and I, I'm like I'm talking in, I'm as you just said earlier we sing I'm singing in front of thousands of people yeah. all of a sudden I'm in this little room at the hotel and I'm sat with some of the legends of football and I'm having to and I'm telling them about this UNICEF and I remember afterwards just everyone was in tears I was crying it was so emotional and all these people come up to me and shook my hand and was like oh my god you've you've inspired me I need to go over and do more and do more and 
Um, and I just said, no, if you can, amazing. But you being here, having you here, your name, yeah. your presence, you know, having the likes of this year, Wayne Rooney being here, wow, it's yeah. so massive for the brands. Usain Bolt, Mo Farah's here, like having you here, James, like, but everyone here is amplifying yeah. and raising awareness is so important. It's so, so important. I got here yesterday, first time here and looking around at some of the legends and stuff that are here. I've got to admit, I was, I was so nervous, like, and then like a couple of things didn't go well on the training pitch and you're sort of like kicking yourself and you're like, I'm not going to sleep tonight because I, I missed this chance or whatever. And then you get in a room like that and you see what this this whole advert is doing for, for UNICEF. It's like, you know, it sort of acts as a safety blanket. We're, we're stepping out there on Saturday, 50,000 people. You, we might miss a penalty. We're going to, you know, have sleepless nights, but it's sort of... Mate, don't We're not going to miss a penalty. <laughs> no, because we've... By the way, it's happened mate, yeah. the last two or three years and yeah. it's been... I know I've had sleepless nights for weeks and months and yeah. months, but I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant because last year we raised so much money and every year we seem to just get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and, and having said that i have been banging away the penalties in training like, <laughs> uh, which I, i'm a bit i'm a bit concerned about now because mika richards was like your first for penalties and i'm like yeah i'm i'm, I'm not sure about that well let's talk about the game obviously yeah. it's coming up saturday mm -hmm. how are you feeling about it there's definitely a a, a mix of you know it's, it's a cliche answer but the mix of nerves and excitement obviously I think there's a, there's a there's there's a, a thing that's sort of niggling away in my head. It's like if Scholes passes me the ball or Rooney, I'll be like, oh sorry, I don't want to like you know, <laughs> I don't want to lose it. I just want to give him it back and just make sure you know. You just want to do a one-two with Wayne Rooney. That's work, all I want to do. I want to one-two and it's fine. But I've got a feeling like with all the adrenaline, it might just roll under my foot the first time or something. But yeah, obviously there's a bit of that. But when I really sort of try and rationalise the whole thing, like it's just such a positive experience to go through. How are you finding the, the hotel? Who have you met? Who who's a, who's someone that you've not met before and you're like, oh wow, like such a great guy. Oh so, so many of these these lads are, are so interesting. Like people that I, you know, wouldn't have crossed paths with ordinarily. Like David James, I think is hilarious. He is, isn't he? He's, he's like, so funny. Like, David James <laughs> cracks I feel like he could do comedy. He's so dry. Like he's 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 hilarious. Obviously I've met Mark a few times, got to know him a bit better. Young blood. Obviously we're both on the music scene, but it's a different genres or whatever. Yeah. He's a really interesting character. And just everyone's just so cool. Some some of the female professionals ran rings around us in training. And uh, I was just in awe of them. Farrah Williams and Kelly Smith, like all-time leading goal scorer for England. That's yeah. Paul Scholes, he's just arriving. Paul Scholes, yeah. You can hear that. Yeah, he That's another play. Just, just, you know, you see, you, I mean, you, I mean I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, you've seen it, but I, I've never played. With... No, but I love hearing. I, yeah. I love, I love it because the, what you're, what you're experiencing is what, how I felt yeah. 2010 when I did this, you know. I've only seen, I've only seen these guys play on TV and, and you know, it's, it's impressive and you're in awe when you're watching it on TV, but to actually witness it in real life, it's something else. Yeah, Watching David James just save everything. Like, have you had? Has, has Jamie Carragher barked at you yet? Jamie Carragher snapped me earlier. Like. <laughs> he Classic doesn't. Jamie. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Carragher is is nasty. It was my. It was, a, it was an experience playing against a proper centre half as well. Obviously, he's a bit older now, but still, like. By the way, trust me. When it comes to game day, yeah. He takes this. He almost took James Bay's arm off. I just earlier. saw James Bay. I went into the medical room. He needs a tetanus shot, James Bay. No, honestly, <laughs> I, um, this is this is. I've just walked into the medical room. <laughs> James Bay has got his arm in a sling with a with a game ready on, ice in his leg. Yeah. He had someone massaging his right leg and someone massaging his yeah, left leg. It's and he no was joke. like that. 
And I went, James, are you right? He went, mate, I've just been training. He goes, and I went, what's all these cuts? He went, that was Jamie Carragher Stud, in Yeah, stud in it, stud <laughs> everywhere. This is just a charity match. He goes to me, ah, J- J- Jamie Carragher just caught me. And I thought, oh, I'll be a little nick. And then I looked at it and it's literally like half of his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mad. This year, Soccer Aid for UNICEF is all of us against COVID for every child everywhere because kids won't be safe until everyone they rely on is safe. To give 30, 20 or 10 pounds, text 30, 20 or 10 to 70818. Text costs your donation plus one standard rate message. You must be 16 or over and please ask the bill payers permission. All donation routes close on the 6th of October 2021 at 5pm. See T's and C's and privacy notice at itv.com or stv.tv. So let's talk about stat sports. Mm-hmm. So I've missed training today. I've missed, well, is it two training sessions or just one? Uh, two you've missed. I've missed yeah. two training sessions, which you really needs to get, You need to get on it, really. I do, really. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm supposed to be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to everyone listening, I've been at a wedding. So it's my, it's, it, you can blame the groom. And, you've done enough training. Yeah. But so stat sports, mm. you did there's some figures apparently or yeah. some stats. I, mean, I, did, I didn't make it into the top, the, the, the top stats because you didn't I was, make it into any oh I, I mean there's only top three i mean i don't know where i where i ranked in terms of speed and distance covered but i was just strolling about just trying to right so know. i'm gonna guess so i'm guessing that mo farrow must have done the most distance um yeah bang on yeah yeah he was of course yeah he just runs around he's just constant no surprise i watched him and i'm a celebrity and he was yeah. that's all he did did you watch him and i'm a celebrity there was moments you what you caught yeah. him in the background and all he was doing was just running on the spot yeah. really not only running just walking around just Oh, he's a, he's a supreme, supreme athlete. He's also, from what I remember of watching him, he's done it for a couple of years now, hasn't he? He, he seems to have improved a lot. Like he's dribbling past people now and it was uh, just cool to see, actually. So who was the fastest then? Um, I think H was the fastest. H? How is H? I don't know. Can he, can he's, he he's, he's light on his feet. He's, I mean, he's, he's a young lad and he's, uh, and he's eager. So yeah, he's... How old is he's H? Putting in, I think he must only be 20, 21. He's, he's got an engine. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him on the socials pinging it, you know, hitting the bar with one kick yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Fair play. I'm looking forward to meeting. I'm looking forward to seeing all the lads. And I think, like we said earlier, it's just nice when you're in these environments. You meet people you'd never ever meet before. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what my stat sports is going to be like because I haven't. Obviously, as people are aware, I had an operation four weeks ago, so I'm just thankful that I'm here. Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm just going to have to go for it and see how my leg feels. Yeah, you. Yeah, but you, I'm going to give everything I can to be part of the game. Yes, we have got loads of new players this year, which is great. What about Sven? What's he like? He's ice cold, mate. He's 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 as cool he's as cool as a cucumber. He, he's got a very clear philosophy, it seems, and it's just he says, if you don't lose the ball in your own half, you win the game. Do you know what I mean? If you keep hold of the ball, he says, don't try and dribble because you're not messy to everyone. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sort of like condensing like some more technical chat from him here, to be fair. Yeah, don't give too much away. The rest of the Yeah, I won't get, I won't get too much away. Here. But he's just very, he's very big on keeping the ball, basically. Yeah, nice. Very cool. He's not on anyone's, anyone's case. I think it's going to be a good, good vibe for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because we've had Big Sam, obviously. He's been an incredible part of Soccer A for me. He's done a lot of them, actually, and managed mm. these great guys. So it's going to be nice this year, I think, to freshen up and have Sven in the building. Yeah. Because we haven't won, of course, the shield behind us. He could be the key, couldn't and he? And I've forgotten how, I actually, I don't even want to touch it. I've forgotten how heavy it is. I've picked it up once since I've been captain. We lost it at Stamford Bridge. We lost it last year at Old Trafford. How many times you? How many times we've won it? I think uh, Robbie was saying, is it four? Four times. I think four and they've won it three. So it's a big five this year, isn't it? 
but they can't, they've never won three in a row. So that is the big question, James. You are a striker. You are playing in the 10. Yeah, yeah. Are we expecting goals from you this year? I'm happy to play anywhere anywhere on the pitch. I'm just happy for the opportunity, to be honest. But I have, I have been playing sort of anywhere across the front three, lacking a bit of pace these days. So maybe he's, maybe he's down the middle, could, could be good. Yeah, I mean... I think I think I can finish. So let's see if I get a chance. I think I might put it. Who's away. impressed you the most in training? Just one. Just give us one name. Who's impressed you the most? I've been playing a lot with Chunks actually. Chunks has got a great touch and mm. um, he's he's got good feet. Uh, James Bear's been playing really well. I in, saw him score again. Yeah, he was great last year. We brought him off the bench mm. and he set up young Philly and we scored and we actually got ourselves back in the game. He's a good player. James. Yeah, he, he is a really good player. He's um, he's positive. Wants to get it forward. So. I'd say, yeah, I'd say them who's eight, eight the, uh, yeah. He's been the worst. Who's been the worst? Come on, come Pro- on. Probably me, because I've been strong. Nah, don't be, don't be the nice guy, come Honestly, on. Honestly, I've been strong. Who's the one that you think, come on, they've got to step out? I've been acting, I've been thinking on Berbatov, just, stand, just standing up top <laughs> like a lump, just, not the Berbatov's a lump, but I couldn't say. I couldn't ah, say. oh, I know you're not going to tell me, it's fine, I get it. So what are we thinking about Pads being in goal, Paddy McGinnis? Paddy McGinnis is good. He is very is he good? good. He's good. He's good, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he's honestly... Well, I, I'm really surprised. I had a couple of great... I don't know why I should be, maybe... He's sort of like the goalkeeping equivalent to Jamie Carragher. He's just not afraid to put a, put his foot in. I was in a couple of times, he almost knocked me clean out. Oh, he's got no fear, Paddy. No fear, No fear yeah. at all. No fear. And I've loved playing with Paddy over the years because he's a no-nonsense defender. Yeah. So he is literally all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, you have got to be a bit mad to be a goalkeeper, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're all they're all absolutely loopy. But yeah, he's, he's made a, he made a few good saves of mine, actually. So I'm not too happy with him, really. And he's and he's always a great laugh around the dressing room, isn't he? He's a he's a fantastic guy. Yeah, today's has been the first day, and I I've got some Louis Vuitton trainers that I put outside my uh, my little. We got these little like lockers, little cases for our stuff, and I just sort of pop them there. And straight away, he's like, oh, "I thought you were a man of the people. I thought you were one one of us." And he's like winding me up, saying, "You've changed and all this." He's a funny guy. He is honestly. He is. He's one of the best ones. Well, I've been asking everyone. We're obviously a couple of days away from the game. Uh, what is your prediction? Well, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I don't want it to go up penalties. I know that that's very entertaining for everyone at home, but I'd love us to just get a couple of clear goals. So I will be shooting on site, I think. I reckon we're going to win 4-2. I'll give you some advice, right? Mm. First half, and I've played soccer aid a lot, yeah. and I've... Don't think, I can't even off the top of my head, I think Johnny Wilkes is probably the only celebrity that's scored in the first half of a game. Because it is absolutely, well, maybe Jeremy Lynch, actually. Jeremy Lynch, yeah. It's absolutely impossible to score against a pro goalkeeper oh, yeah, if you're not a pro football player. I've seen it in the training. It's, it is. It's it's really not So, the second half is when the shots pop off. That's when Wrighty gets yeah. his left foot out and just goes ping Pings from 40 it, yeah. yards, ping from 50 yards, ping from 20 yards. So, since me and Ollie have both got carrying injuries, can you get us on second half? And, yeah, we'll yeah. strap our, we'll strap your left leg strap, to my right yeah, leg exactly, and we'll yeah. just, we'll, we'll <laughs> just keep pinging it. Great um, so what's your prediction? You think we're going to win before 90 minutes? I think I'm going 4-2, which I know is a bit of an obscure scoreline, but that's, that would be my prediction. I think we'll get a few in the second half, especially if we've still got some of the pros on. Yeah. And how excited are you to train with Wayne tomorrow? I'm so excited. I met Wayne a few years ago. I was lucky enough to sing at the Man United Christmas party. What? And, and, uh, Hang on a minute. Yeah. Hang on. I'm a, I'm a Manchester United <laughs> lifelong fan, right? I've support. 
Hang well, on. apparently Waz is a, a big J- he's a big JA How fan, apparently. But you're a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I think they must have thought I was a United fan or something. Yeah, but I'm a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Why Why was I not Are, are you in with Rio? I was, I was, did you chat to Rio? No, Maybe big, big pals, me and Rio. I think they, I think they tried to reach out to you, but you were, you were on tour or something. I so mean, <laughs> clearly no Oli Mers fans yeah. in the dressing room. No, <laughs> there's, there's def- I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's just a little acoustic vibe, you know. But Wayne, but Wayne Rooney loves his music. He's, he absolutely adores it. Yeah, obviously doesn't like mine. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've just said to me you did the Manchester United ball. Yeah. And obviously, I'm a big Man United fan. You're a Middlesbrough. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. So tell me this Ronaldo story. Are we talking about Cristiano? Christi- Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I lost my mind when. It, yeah. Cristiano, he he, mess- he, he messaged what? me. Do you know what I think Chris- it was? Cristiano Ronaldo just messaged you. I'd be rushed to hospital. Man, I, I, I did have a full-on panic attack. I'm not going to lie. But no, yeah, he dropped. He, he slid in the DMs, and um, <laughs> this is an amazing story. I feel like I'm really hurting you. Yeah. No, he he said it's my 35th birthday coming up. It was it was in 2020, so COVID basically stopped it happening. But I was gonna I was gonna sing it his 35th birthday. I, I you know I have to be honest. I'm really happy you didn't do that birthday yeah, party. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> but I did. Because I, I, I honestly, I James, I think you were brilliant. But I would have hated you if you'd have done that party because that is my dream. Man, I was gutted, absolutely gutted. Yeah, but um, it, no, it was amazing just to have him, just like just to be able to drop in my little WhatsApp group with my boys. Like, look at this, Ronaldo's DM. That's amazing. I'll show you after. I l- yeah. I, I actually, I, I said congratulations. I didn't think I was going to get a message back. I said congrats on moving back to United. He went, thanks, bro. We're, we're boys. Oh my god. Me and... Oh my god. He said, he said, Can't stick one away. At I, soccer was in, I was in tears. I'm ringing. I was on. I was in tears on Friday last last week when I heard the news. Yeah. I genuinely so happy. And uh, by the way. I'm no, buzzing no, li- that li- is amazing I'll link you up because you were tight we're like this man. <laughs> mate I need to meet I need to meet Cristiano <laughs> maybe you can get him to come and do soccer aid in a couple of years I'm sure he'd love to yeah listen it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you James honestly you too, thank man. you so much it is the end of soccer aid podcast thank you all for tuning in yeah we had so many amazing people all the players that have been a part of it but listen thank you so much it's going to be a great game me and James Arthur will be there this Saturday tune in watch the game only on ITV and STV We'll have our stat sports vests on, running around like idiots, trying to score at the Etihad, and hopefully England win. 